this is running well so today you know we're talking about why is praise and worship important all right now right off the bat you should know it's a difference right between praise and worship and honestly when i was like thinking praise and worship i felt like yeah they can go hand in hand which they do so we're going to discuss the differences, right? Because they can't be the same or they will be called praise and praise and worship and worship, but they're not. So we're going to get into it, right? Um, and before we do, of course, I would like to pray. Let's just bow our heads, um, give glory and honor to the most high God. Lord, I thank you. I thank you. Oh my goodness. I thank you for today, for waking me up, Lord, for me continuing to be the vessel that you are using, Lord. I pray that everyone who is listening, Father, that you reach their hearts. You reach them, Lord, in such a way that has never been touched before. You reach them, Lord. You speak to them that they know this is for them, Lord. They know they are your child, Father, that you in still in them what your will is and that they will be obedient and carry it out that our wills will continually line align with your will jesus i pray that anyone who doesn't know you father that they come into the knowledge of you by reading those love letters that you left us so graciously i thank you i'm excited that you're so amazing you're so amazing Amen. Okay, so <laughs> if you can't tell, I have like a big smile right now. I'm so excited to discuss this and um, I got verses, right? I always got verses because we always have to line it up with the word of God. So if you don't already, go ahead and get your Bibles get uh your coffee whatever you need right um pen and paper because we're gonna go through it highlighters however you need to do this okay because y'all we're gonna get some scripture today so why is praise and worship important and if you hear me flipping through pages right it's okay I'll go through my notes. I, I take notes as I study and I use those same notes when I do my podcast, right? Okay, so why is praise and worship important, right? And I'm gonna say first and foremost, we're praising and worshiping God, the most high, the creator of all, right? There was nothing that was created that he didn't create. So anything in existence, he's the creator, right? So when you think of you, when you think of um, just the stars, the moon, um, the sky, right? The clouds, <laughs> none of that could ever be explained scientifically that you know people need 
right? Because we didn't. It's we we are intelligent beings. Yes, we are made Alan in his image. So yes, we are intelligent beings. Um, but we didn't create it. So when you think of the things that God created, the most high created, ooh, a loving father created, he's deserving of all praises and all worship. But let's get into what the differences are. And I got verses, okay? So I hope at this point you got your pen and you got your paper. Okay. So bear with me. Praise can be with song, right? We can praise the most high with song. Um, singing and dancing and music, right? It's joyful. It is um, showing the most high that we are grateful, that we are praising him for all he's done, all he is doing, and all he will do. Worship, on the other hand, is us losing ourselves to God, being submissive to God, humbling ourselves for who he is, okay? Showing humility, surrendering everything to Christ. So let's get into these verses, okay? So worship verses, and I am going to say this because I do really like to read out of the Blue Letter Bible. Because in the Blue Letter Bible, um, when you don't know uh, something or you want to know where else is it in the Bible, it, it has verses, like uh, parallel verses. And these parallel verses will give you, um, like I feel, will give you like a better understanding of the scripture that you are reading. Okay. So first, we're just going to start with, and in this Blue Letter Bible, you can download the app on your phone. You can go directly to your laptop and type in BLB, like literally just BLB. And Blue Letter Bibles should be the first thing that comes up. And you, at the top, you'll just put whatever verse it is and then what options, right? What, what versions of the Bible and... Today, we're going to be out of the New King James Version. Okay. Because um, for me, it's easier than the King James Version. But I do like the two. And I do flip-flop between those two. Okay. So, the first worship verse we're going to talk about is Matthew 18. And it's verse 20. And in the New King James Version, it reads... For where two or three are gathered together in my name, I am there in the midst of them. Okay. We also have Psalm 99. And Psalm was super long, right? And thank God for it. 
So Psalm 99, yeah, 99, <laughs> verse 5. So Psalm 99, verse 5 says, Exalt the Lord our God and worship at his footstool. He is holy. Amen. Christ is holy. He is holy. Um, we have Psalm 22, verse 3. So Psalm 22, verse 3 says, But you are holy, enthroned in the praises of Israel. We also show Psalm 99, 6. I'm sorry, 96, 9. Read that wrong. So Psalm 96, 9 says, Oh, worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. Tremble before him, all the earth. And then if you go to Psalm 95, 6, it says, Oh, come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord, our maker. Now, if you go into Exodus 20, and it's verse 3, it says, You shall have no gods before me. And what is that? That's the first of the Ten Commandments. And we should talk about the Ten Commandments um, in a podcast. But briefly, I'm just going to say the Ten Commandments were written on two tablets. And the Ten Commandments, the first four are, I hope I say this right, vertical. So from top to bottom, okay, top to bottom. And then the uh, last six are horizontal, okay, so side to side, like straight across, just straight across. And... I want to say more. So, so the Ten Commandments, the first four being vertical, is like from God to us, right? To humanity, to his children, to his people, to the apple of his eye. And straight across, it's going to be from me to you, you to me, right? How we should treat one another. But the first four is... God given us commandments for us. I hope that made sense. But I found it to be like a <gasps> type moment when I first, uh, and I hope y'all got that. Okay, I must just say it differently. It was an aha, what? Like that, okay, was what I was feeling. And like literally my mouth dropped <laughs> when I was studying it. Um, so yeah, we will talk about the Ten Commandments in the upcoming uh, podcasts. But that's just amazing on how our God is. I feel like he's always detailed. He is so detailed in everything. And um, I've been studying the Ten Commandments. God figured everything out. Like, he knows everything, right? I already knew he knew everything. But when he did that, it's like, wow. Like, okay. So we'll talk about that on another show um another podcast so after exodus 20 verse 3 still sticking with worship verses we're gonna go to exodus 34 and it's verse 8 
And verse 8 says, So Moses made haste and bowed his head toward the earth and worshipped. Okay. John 4, verse 20. John 4, verse 24. Sorry. So John 4, verse 24 says, God is spirit. And those who worship him must worship in spirit and truth. And we're going to get a little later on and I'm going to tell you what I find to be in spirit and truth. Okay. And so then Psalm uh, 86 verse 9. So 86 verse 9. I tried to keep this all in together. I'm sorry. So 86 verse 9 says, All nations whom you have made shall come and worship before you, O Lord, and shall glorify your name. Amen, right? Psalms 29 verse 2. So 29.2 says, Give unto the Lord the glory due to his name. Worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. And the last one we're gonna uh, I'm gonna recite is Psalm 95. Oh, I did it. Sorry, Psalm 95 6. But let me just go it again, okay? Because I think somehow I wrote it down twice. So no, I'm gonna say it twice. Psalm 95, 6 says, Oh, come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord, our maker. Amen. So now, if we were to discuss the praises, right? I also have some praise verses. So we're staying in Psalm, right? And let's go to Psalm 71, and the verse is 8. So 71 a says, Let my mouth be filled with your praise and with your glory all the day. If we do Psalm 40, verse 3, we're going to see that it says, He has put a new song in my mouth. Praise to our God. Many will see it and fear and will trust in the Lord. Psalm 100 verse 2. So Psalm 100 and verse 2 says, Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing, right? So you remember when I was saying earlier that uh, praise can be with song, dance, and music. And right here in Psalm 100 verse 2 says, the second part says, Come before his presence with singing, right? But the first said, serve the lord with gladness right so we're not coming in praising the lord all tired and all uh, no we come in with gladness with cheer with a smile on our hearts right 
singing, praising our Lord with song, with dance, with music. Sometimes all three combined. I mean, that's how I praise. Sometimes I'm, I can't dance. I'm just in the car. <laughs> And I'm like singing the song, which, like I said, y'all will never hear me sing because I don't think I can sing. But I'm singing for Jesus. So to Jesus, it's beautiful. To y'all, you might just have to put earplugs in. <laughs> but anyway, in my car, I obviously can't dance. I might seat dance, okay? But um, yes, I am very joyful. I am more than grateful. Our God is who he say he is. Our God is who he is. Our God, the God I serve, is the God that's in this holy life. Okay? It's more than enough for me to praise him. <laughs> so, at the Psalm 100 verse 2, let's see what Psalm 149 verse 1 says. So Psalm 149 verse 1 says, Praise the Lord. Sing to the Lord a new song and his praise in the assembly of saints. Amen. Psalm 150 verse 6. Let everything that has breath praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Ooh, it said it twice. In Psalm 150, verse 1, says, Praise the Lord, praise God in his sanctuary. Praise him in his mighty firmament. Now if we go to Hebrews, uh, verse 13, and, I'm sorry, chapter 13 and it's verse 15 so hebrews 13 verse 15 says therefore by him let us continually offer the sacrifice of praise to god that is the fruit of our lips giving thanks to his name amen so his praises should always be on our mouth, should always be singing the praises of our Lord, the Most High, our God, our Creator, our Savior, right? He is all of the above. Saints, he's all of the above. So, yes, we should continually be praising God. All right now, if we go to first... Chronicles and it's I'm sorry chapter I keep saying it chapter 16 verse 9 so first chronicles chapter 16 sorry just getting there first chronicles chapter 16 
verse 9. And it says, Sing to him, sing psalms to him, talk of all his wondrous works. Amen. So we should be talking about how amazing he is. All the things that God has done. All the things we're expected of our God to do, right? He is awesome and he is worthy of all praises. All praises. So Psalm 119 verse 108. So Psalm 119 verse 108. And what it says is, except I pray the free will offerings of my mouth, O Lord, and teach me your judgment. He said, accept with an A. I know I might have said it and it sounded like with an E, but no, it's an A. So accept, I pray the free will offerings of my mouth, O Lord, and teach me your judgments. So let's go to Psalm 149, verse 3. Let them praise his name with the dance. Let them sing praises to him with the timbrel, sorry, timbrel and harp. So right there is saying you can dance, right, when you praise and even instruments so that would be the music now these are the instruments of course in this uh, time right and I would say there's a lot of uh, songs that are out now that um, claim to worship Jesus but what I would say is always go to the Father if there is anything that just doesn't sit right in your spirit, right? So being a child of Christ, our body is the temple, right, of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit indwells within us. And if your spirit isn't right, the Holy Spirit within you has something against it, right? So, definitely, you should take heed to that. Go to the Father about whatever that is. Okay, just wanted to say that. And so, lastly, not lastly, as in there are no other praise and uh, worship verses in the Bible. Lastly, as in this study, the last one that I'm going through right now is in Isaiah 12 and it is verse 5. So Isaiah 12 verse 5 says, Sing to the Lord, for he has done excellent things. This is known in all the earth. So yeah. We went over some worship verses. We went over some praise verse, verses. I can't talk straight today. Um, so just know the more that you know God, 
the more that you have your relationship with Christ, the more you read those love letters, right? That he so beautifully have left us, right? The deeper you can then go and worship because now you know who you're worshiping. Now you know who you are praising. Ooh. And the more you learn to love him, right? The more you learn to see our creator for who he is. Not for this, what this world says he is, but for who he is. God does not change, right? His character does not change. We switch up, but not God. He's a loving God. He's a just God. He's a true God. He's a beautiful God. He's merciful. Ooh. God is so amazing, you guys. He is so amazing. So just know the more that you read the love letters, the more your relationship is going to build with Christ. The more your relationship is building with Christ, the more you can go deeper into your praise, into your worship. So you might say, what are the benefits of praise and worship? Why do we praise and worship? Other than the fact that he is the creator of all things, like that wasn't enough. I got more for it. Okay. So when we basically, and I hope I get this out. Oh, Holy Spirit help me with this. When I, when I, okay. When, when we look at God, like, okay, so just say, okay, so, okay, okay, so you got a magnifying glass, right? Y'all know what a magnifying glass is, old school. You got a magnifying glass. You can't read the small print, right? You find it when you get older and I'm proof, right? I got glasses after so many years of saying, I don't need glasses. Y'all, I need glasses, okay? And just a side note, I lost my last set of glasses. Was, you know, the store I went to had like a sale, two pair or whatever. And I lost both. And I couldn't see. And I went there um, just all, oh my goodness, I don't know what I'm going to do. Right? Seriously, I did. And uh, I told them the situation. I mean, I, I walked in with them. When they was clocking in, I was like looking on the shelf. Okay? That's how early I was there. So I'm explaining that, you know, I need glasses. I got to work the next day. It was, a, it was a holiday, so thank God they were open. Okay? And so I tell them the situation. And um, long story short, I want to get four pairs of glasses <laughs> because uh, I needed that bad. And I kept saying to myself, I was gonna put like one one pair at work and one pair in the car and just leave the other ones here. Y'all, them four pairs, I have not lost them, but I didn't do it. I didn't leave one pair at work. I didn't leave one in the car. Sometimes I do, but not even intentional right so okay but i didn't lose them this time so anyway back to what i was saying about the magnifying glass so you need a magnifying glass to still see fine print right that you won't be able to see otherwise so think of the magnifying glass and now let's take the magnifying glass and not put it on the print let's not put it on the newspaper for those of us who still read newspapers or for 
um, I don't know, a manual like of instructions, like when you get something new and you're trying to figure out how this thing works or where this goes. Not really me, because I don't really like reading instructions. Just, just, I just get right to it, I figure it out. But anyway, the magnifying glass, okay. And you take it to what it is you're trying to see. Let's say we take the magnifying glass off of our problems, right? Because that's what we do. We take the magnifying glass and we throw it on our problems and we say, oh my goodness, look at me. How am I ever going to get out of this? How is God going to deliver me, right? Not that we don't doubt, not that we doubt Jesus, because yeah, we know that God will um, answer us. Sometimes it's not how we always want it, but he answers us. Okay, he's in there in the midst of the situation with us. He's already seen it to fruition, right? But when we take the magnifying glass off of our situation, when we take the magnifying glass off of our problem and we turn that magnifying glass upward to, to God and we magnify God and we glorify him, we then invite him. Amen. We invite him into our lives. And now our problems are minute because they always have been. We perceive what is a problem to be a problem. But our God, our creator, our savior, our Lord and Jesus, our, our Lord Jesus Christ, he don't see it as a problem. So even like, okay, just think of it like, um, I expect to like a book, right? Jesus is at the end of the book. Are we somewhere in the middle living? And we don't know what the end look like, but Jesus knows what the end look like. So when we stop worrying about the middle part of the story and all of that, and just focus on what God has called us to do, what God has called us, who God has called us to be, knowing that God has the final say over everything. There is nothing ever that could be more powerful than our Lord and Savior, than his word. Nothing could ever be more powerful than that. He's the creator of everything. Everything. And when I say everything, I mean everything from the smallest to the greatest. He's the creator from the things in the middle, all of that. He's the alpha and the omega, right? He's our creator. So, when we take our focus off of the issues that we have in our life and we turn that to God, everything else is like, ah, oh, God got it. Cause he does, he always has it. So I hope that got to you. I hope it, uh, I hope that it was delivered properly so that you understood it. Take your eyes off the problem and, and put your focus on our Lord, and our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Pray to him. Praise him. Even when it looked like you should be sitting somewhere down crying. Praise him because he knows that this is going to work out. Right? Praise him for what we don't see. Because we know he did not bring us so far only to fall flat on our face worship him because he is worthy he is so worthy so we should be praising and worship him openly and i say openly like um in churches right you go to church um 
and privately when you get into your if you got a prayer closet or you are the first to wake up and that's the time you when you should be praising and worshiping right in the beginning before you do anything before you go make that coffee before you go um I don't know, wash your face, anything. The first thing we should always be doing is thanking our Lord and Savior, praising him that he woke us up. He woke you up. That means you still have a purpose, right? He doesn't, we said it before, he doesn't just do things just to do it. It's a reason that he does. He's very detailed in what he does. So you woke up, it's his doing. And you woke up for a reason. So we should be always praising and worshiping our King and asking him, what shall you have me do? Lord, align my will to yours. Lord, order my steps to where you will have me go. So God is always the servant of praise. He's always going to be the servant of our worship. You know, the angels praise him and worship him in heaven. And if we love him, right, and we expect to be in heaven, why are we not praising and worshiping now, right? It makes sense to praise and worship now because that's definitely what's going to be happening in heaven. So I got more scripture, right? So when I said that was it for now, I meant right then and there now. I don't mean the whole podcast now. And I don't mean like nothing else is ever in the Bible. I mean at that moment. Now we're in the transition back to more verses. Okay. Amen. To more verses of praise and worship. So let's start at the end of our love letter. Revelation 5. Chapter chapter 5 verse 11. Chapter 5, verse 11 in Revelation says, Then I looked and I heard the voice of many angels around the throne, the living creatures and the elders, and the number of them was 10,000 times 10,000 and thousands of thousands. What are they doing around there? Praising and worshiping the most high. Now let's look at Isaiah. So in Isaiah chapter six, verse three, it reads, and one cried to another and said, holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts the whole earth is full of his glory amen and now let's go to job 38 and it is Verse 7. So Job 38, verse 7 says, When the morning stars sang together, and all the sons of God shouted for joy. 
And in this, the Lord is revealing his omnipotence to Job. Okay, just for a little bit of background on that. So when we praise and worship and it becomes a daily, right, praise and worship, it's not religion, okay? Do it with a pure heart. Do it in spirit and in truth. Do it in spirit and in truth. It, it strengthens our relationship with Christ. You experience joy, you have peace, you have love, you receive healing, you have deliverance, you are given provision. <laughs> the void is now filled, right? The void is now filled. It's also us showing our obedience to God and his word. It's the highest form of praise, right? So I just wanted to go over these with you. And before I end, I did mention, we're gonna talk a little bit about true worship, right? What does it mean to worship in spirit and truth? It's a permanent attitude, guys. It's a permanent attitude. So let's look at John. It's in John 4, um, where it speaks about worship in spirit and truth. And also in Philippians 3. Okay. That's where you're going to find true worship, worship in spirit and worship in truth and how it's a permanent attitude. Worship is like our heart going up in gratitude towards the most high, right? Towards our savior, because he did, he saved us, redeemed us, <laughs> So he's worthy. He is worthy. There should be no one before Christ. No one. Hence why it may be the very first of the Ten Commandments. We should put no one before Christ. And that means spouses, husbands and wives. Uh -uh. Not before Jesus. Not before your Savior. Um, parents. Your kids don't go ahead of Christ. We love those babies. I know. I got three of them. I love them to pieces. I still watch them sleep. And they Two of them grown. And I still watch them sleep. I still peek in. Check on them. But the baby, yeah, I snuggle up with him. I'm all in his business. You hear me? <laughs> so imagine how God, our father, right, is looking at us. We are loved. We are loved. We were made in his creation, his, his image. We're his creation and we were made in his image. <laughs> his image. Not, not an image that he despises, but after his own image. 
If that don't tell you that you're loved, I would say anything ever said on these podcasts and anything that you hear on any other podcast or social media or church or wherever you, um, even the Bible, right? Go to the Father. If it's something you don't understand, something that you just need explanation on, always go to the source. And the source is the Bible. It's Jesus. It's his word. Ask him. Ask him, ask him, ask him. He will provide those answers. He loves us. He loves us, he loves us, he loves us. So much that he gave us free will, right? So we have a choice whether we want to follow after Christ and do as he's commanded, love him willingly, or be disobedient, living our lives opposite of what how he says we should, but understand that because we have those choices, we're then making a choice for our soul and where our soul will end up. Because our soul does live forever. I do want to say that. And I'm trying to find something for us right now. We basically have the choice on where our soul is going to live forever, right? It can live eternally in hell or it can live eternally in heaven. Why would we be in heaven if we're not loving Jesus here on earth? If we're not loving our creator here? Why would he put us in heaven if we're disobedient here? If we act like we don't want to love him here? Right? That would be unloving for him to put us with him because if we don't choose him now, why would he put us in heaven? That's just a question, right? I'm not trying to um, point fingers at anyone, but that's just a question and a, and, a, and a way for us to look at it on when people say, well, why do people go to hell? Because they chose it. Now, hell, when it was created, was definitely not intended was not intended for us okay it was it was created for satan and his demons uh let's see all right i think i found what i'm looking for <laughs> amen 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 all right so if if you don't want to be somewhere then you're gonna show it right it's gonna show and what you do is gonna show and what you do but if you want to be somewhere if you're proud of something if you if you um whatever our choices are right they show in and how we live how we walk how we talk how we treat other people right so if i'm trying to hook up with somebody and be like yeah come through we can have like a little barbecue whatever you know 
<laughs> but then this person started ghosting me, right? They don't answer my calls. Um, they ain't answer my text messages. I'm gonna think they don't even want to come. Why they even say it? They didn't have to say it. They don't, they don't want to be here. And they showing me they don't want to be here. So I say that as an analogy to look at how Christ um, would perceive what we do, right? We love him. We put our whole trust in him. We want to be with him for eternity. He is worthy of our praises, our worship. It's going to show in our life. Those fruits of the Holy Spirit are going to be evident. Right, not just to us, but to others, and that is what can help bring people to Christ. Now, we are by no means anybody's savior, okay? Amen. I'm not taking on that. No, 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 no. I'm not a savior, and none of us are saviors, but we can sow seeds. And the closer that we come to know who Christ really is and love Jesus for who he is, who he said he is in the Bible, right? His word, the final authoritative word of God. The more that people who don't even know us, right? You could be in a grocery store. I don't know. You could be at the uh, um, Big Lots. It's one of the stores out here. You could be wherever. You could be driving down the street, y'all. People can see how you are and they can see some of that light, right? That's in you and they want some of it. Why are y'all so happy, right? They want to be happy. <laughs> so you think of it in that aspect and just know that, um, What how what we what we are choosing is is showing outwardly, okay? It's showing outwardly. So you may get people asking you, "Why so? I was so happy. Perfect opportunity to spread the gospel, to spread how much Jesus truly, truly loves us." And, you know, you out here doing things to people to, you know, to make them mad and to just be not uh, pleasing, right, to our Lord and Savior. What are you saying then? You're saying that you don't, you don't, you don't care how the people feel. And that's not how God feels, Right. You saying you don't care about other people. You only care about yourself. You saying that um, it doesn't matter. Because it's you, 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 and only you. That's not at all what God stands for. So then why would we think anybody who is not living a life for Christ, not putting him first, would end up in heaven? So... People can say and they can speak and speak and speak, right? But it's not about uh, outward appearance. It's about what is on this person's heart. And if it's on your heart to love and praise the Lord Jesus Christ, if it's on your heart to worship the Lord Jesus Christ, it's going to show just like it shows when you don't.
Well, when someone doesn't, not saying you, like you, you, like you listening, but you know what I'm saying. <laughs> so just think about that. All right. Like I said, anything always goes to the Father. But this is what I wanted to say. Even um, it's in it's in the book, right? It's in our letter. It's in our letter from my Lord and Savior. Repent or perish. All right. So I'm going to read out of Luke, New King James Version, verses one through six and I'm sorry, one through five in chapter thirteen, and it reads: There were present. At that season, some told him about the Galileans whose blood Pilate had mingled with their sacrifices. And Jesus answered and said to them, Do you suppose that the Galileans were worse sinners than all other Galileans because they suffered such things? I tell you, no. But unless you repent and you will all likewise perish. Or those 18 on whom the tower in Salome fell and killed them. Do you think they were worse sinners than all other men who dwelt in Jerusalem? I tell you, no. But unless you repent, you will all likewise perish. All right. So what it say? What did it just say? Jesus said it twice, right? Jesus said it twice. So. He said it twice. So listen up, right? I tell you no, but unless you repent, you will all likewise perish. Jesus said it. So if it's a problem about anything that I'm ever saying on here, baby, <laughs> talk to Jesus. And I say that with a smile on my face because all I'm ever going to, to say to y'all on these podcasts and the people who know me is I'm only saying what my Lord said. I'm only saying what's in the Holy Bible. So honestly, if it's anything, like even when you read the Bible and somebody takes up um, offense, right? That's the word. Thank you. Somebody takes up offense about what you say, pray for them. Don't be combative. I normally just say, okay. Or I say, thank you. I don't, I don't get into debates. Okay. I try not to get into debates really try not to as a body of christ we are not to argue be argumentative with one another we are here to uplift and to strengthen one another to encourage one another to continue to be be the light right that god has put in us because we chose to follow him he chose us but we 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 were obedient we chose to not be bad not be disobedient to pick up our crosses daily to follow christ to kill that flesh right because the flesh is, is is so sinful right the flesh is sinful the flesh to have us doing stuff is like what 
I don't want to be like that. I was a very sinful person. And when I was sitting, 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 I didn't see myself as sitting, sitting, sitting. I thought I was being all good and stuff. But then Revelation came to me like, "Uh uh-uh, no, you wasn't. And so changes were made. Now, I'm not saying I don't slip up, but I'm saying I don't willfully sit. Mistakes happen. Yeah, we human. But I don't wake up and willfully sin like once was in the past. So now I realize I'm a child of God, a child of the most high. Certain things just got to get cut out. And trust me, when I take it, it was cut. Hello? Couldn't get scissors quick enough. Cut. Here, let me rip it. Cut. (laughs) Let me pray it through. Cut. I'm not finna do this. This is unpleasing. This is unpleasing to him. He's holy. They say it three times. Holy, holy, holy. He is holy, y'all. So, I chose Jesus. Hey. So, trust and believe when I say, if it's anything, anything that you ever say, and you know you read from scripture, you know you trusting in the most high, you ask that person, have you prayed about it? Did you talk to Jesus about it first? Because that's what I'm directing all that energy to. Go to Jesus. Because it's his words. It's his words. Amen. And I'm just a vessel. I'm just a vessel. I love you, brothers and sisters. I truly, truly do. Understand that I am moving a lot of material to my Instagram and I'm not giving my Instagram page on this podcast because this is live and it's streaming a lot of places what I will say is if you are interested in hearing any more studies they'll still be here but there are going to be more on my Instagram live. And it's going to be by invitation only. I don't know. It's better lack of terminology. <laughs> invitation only. So you can go to my Facebook page, which is, let me actually get it for you right now. If you search Genesis 1, 27, just like it is in the Bible, right? Just how the books are in the Bible. Genesis 1, 27, okay? Search of Genesis 1, 27, you're going to see my um, Facebook page. And I don't even know what this is called. They had me put this when I was creating it. Anyway, it says at he.first.love.com us seven church of christ all right and i hope that helps you find the page um my normal facebook page i say normal like this isn't normal but my other um my main facebook okay i'll say that my main facebook is mila milan which is m-i-l-a-n space m-i-l-a-n okay milan milan 
That is the main page. Genesis 127 is the, I don't know, a page within that page. That's how I look at it. Okay, so anyway, if you send me a message through either of the pages and you follow either of the pages, I will send you my Instagram name. Again, it's only gonna be invite only and I can discuss that on the Instagram and why it's invite only. <laughs> All right. So again, I love you brothers and sisters. I truly, truly do. I am grateful that our Lord and Savior has continued to use me as a vessel. I will continue to study and I will continue to put more um, podcasts out, God willing. Before we end, I always like to, uh, I coined it, my favorite uh, my favorite scripture for uh, salvation, right? Because it is my favorite one. There are many in the Bible, don't get me wrong, there are plenty, 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 plenty in the Bible. But my favorite is in Romans, and it's chapter 10, verses 9 through 11 and it reads that if you confess with your mouth the lord jesus believe in your heart i'm sorry i'm settled because i want to read this 100 word for word that if you confess with your mouth the lord jesus and believe in your heart that god has raised him from the dead you will be saved for with the heart one believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. For the scripture says, whosoever believes on him will not be put to shame. So we're going to bow our heads and we're going to pray. Lord, I thank you for everything that you have done, everything you are doing, and everything you will continue to. Lord, I thank you for everyone who listens to this podcast, Lord. And I pray that you minister to them, Lord, in a way that it resonates with them, that they know you are the true and living God. Father, you are so merciful. You are so gracious. I am always humbled by what you do, what you have done, Lord, and what you will do. Jesus, there is none above you, none above you, Lord. I thank you, Father, for sending your son, Jesus Christ, to die on the cross for our sins. I thank you, Lord, for being so merciful and so gracious and so patient with us. I thank you, Father, for your love letters to us. I thank you, Jesus, for the Holy Spirit guiding us daily. I thank you, Lord, that we can come together still. We have our freedom still. 
the body of Christ can come together, Lord, and still praise your name, still worship you, Lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, Jesus. Thank you. If there's anyone who doesn't know Christ, now is the time to start that relationship with Jesus Christ. He truly loves you. He made you in his image, Genesis 1, 26 and 127. Oh, you are so beautiful to our creator. I thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. I love you, brothers and sisters. Let's let our Lord's light shine through us, right? Let's let his light shine. Let's be the reason someone asks us, why are you so happy? Why are you always smiling? You see what's going on in this world? Why are you smiling? And let that be the perfect opportunity that we can share Jesus with another sinner. And tell them it's a way for salvation. Amen. <laughs> I love you. Until we meet again. And to everyone who sends me a message, I'll see you tonight at 7 p.m. on my Instagram live. Peace.